and welcome back to another K-Dog and Fish podcast. I am Fish. K-Dog. And today we are talking about Top Gun. K-Dog. Let's, let's dive deep. I want a hard deck yeah. of Top Gun. Yeah. Hard deck being a, a reference, obviously, to gotcha. the uh, gotcha. plot of Top Gun Maverick. All right. Yeah, I feel the need. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. The need for speed. Not quite at that level okay. yet. Okay, all right, gotcha. Gotta rev it up a bit. You're gonna rev that engine? Yeah. Okay, after all those euphemisms, we're ready. Uh, we just saw Top Gun Maverick, and if you were able to watch our YouTube video, we did a honest movie review, gave it pretty good ratings mm -hmm. on the spicy meatball scale. Yep. Yours was a 4.8, mine was a 4.5. Mm-hmm. But there's so much we couldn't talk about it in a quick YouTube movie review. We right. wanted to go deep, referencing also the original film mm -hmm. from 1986, talking about the new movie, mm -hmm. Top Gun Maverick, and everything about it. Crazy reviews, killing it at the box office. Mm -hmm. We wanted to go a little bit deeper for those people that wanted a full-length podcast yeah. about Top Gun. So that's what we're here to do today. All right, let's do it. We went to go see it a couple days ago, and I absolutely loved it. Just yeah. to get the ball rolling mm -hmm. again. For those of you that didn't see the YouTube show, we both gave it great reviews. Mm -hmm. Loved it start to finish. No lulls. No yeah. bad parts. Yeah. No, like, get, let's talk about the plot first. All right. Sure. For lots those of spoilers, who haven't lots seen of spoilers it, on this. If this is your official spoiler warning. Yeah. If you have not seen Top Gun Maverick. Also, spoiler alert, if you've never seen the 1986 movie, mm -hmm. you had 30 plus years to see it. Yeah. That's on you. Goose dies. Yeah. Where, okay. where you been? Where you been? But yeah, spoiler alert for the brand new Top Gun Maverick movie. If you haven't seen it, then come back and listen to this podcast another time because we're going deep and we're going to get spoilers. Gotcha. So. All right. Plot. Mm -hmm. It has been, again, they don't specify, and I think that's for several reasons. Okay. But it's been at least 30 years since the first film in okay. this film. All right. Now, the movie production itself was halted because of COVID. Right. They were just finishing the movie with a plan of a summer or at least I think April release back in 2020. Okay. And that got shelved because of the pandemic. Right. A lot of movies were uncertain. Some got pushed back, like even right now, uh, Minions Rise of Gru right. is finally coming into theaters. That was another one that got shelved during the pandemic. Right. And so some went straight to digital downloads. Some mm -hmm. people tried to make it work on the theaters. Yeah. But I'm glad that Top Gun didn't. I'm yeah. glad that they waited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The sure. two years was worth it. Yeah. It was shot in IMAX film, like four mm -hmm. IMAX, four big theaters. Yeah. You didn't want to just see this movie at home. Right. Not with the aerial fire fighting, like the dog fights. Yeah. Like the cinematic treasure. Like even I was talking to B Money yeah. before he, th he thought every shot and I have to agree with him was meticulously planned mm -hmm. and perfect. Yeah. The lighting, the cinematography. Mm -hmm. like it's well shot yeah extremely well yeah so this movie was supposed to be in theaters in 2020 mm -hmm. it has now uh been released it's been out for 26 days at the time of recording this podcast yeah and it has earned over 901 million dollars at the box office worldwide we always like to talk about the financial part of film in our podcast right domestic 474 
plus million international 427 Extre- pretty even pretty good yeah and for only 26 days of being yeah. in theaters oh yeah be a billion by the weekend we did want to give it a little bit of a grace period before mm. going to see it and doing a podcast and movie review on youtube because we wanted people to get a chance to see it yeah we don't want to ruin it less chance for spoilers yeah. so that's an, a huge box office success so far yeah for tom cruise who's latest box office successes have really just been the mission impossible films mm-hmm. which he's nailing uh, he loved and the, i can't wait for the two-parter coming yeah starting next year oh i know that'll be awesome it's gonna be great but in comparison the first top gun movie in 1986 grossed 357 million worldwide for 1986 that's a massive hit yeah and the budget was was super low yeah uh this budget obviously going to be a bit higher i didn't mm-hmm. delve deep into that but yeah we wanted to talk about the plot so yeah. the movie takes place 30 plus years later mm-hmm. a maverick has not exceeded his potential no as everyone else in his graduating class or near his graduating class has right he's remained a captain in the navy mm-hmm. and he is testing the different speeds in which you can reach with new aircraft yeah i love the way uh, a bit of a daredevil out. yeah, yeah it started out great yeah. yeah yeah and that was like the whole thing again you're setting the tone for him being a in relation to his name a maverick yeah ed harris was there he was an admiral and, and they were going to shelve the program he was doing mm-hmm. and he was like and and it's okay to swear we're gonna we're gonna beep it out yeah but he was like it. yeah i'm gonna yeah you know we'll apologize for it later yeah let's, pushing the envelope let's go yeah, yeah yeah and they did the test run and he hit mach 9 and of course as maverick does figures that was mach 10 i think the test was originally for nine was it yeah and and that was the whole program was to to to, to test the levels at nine and he thought well let's see 10 and then he did 10 yeah but then he thought okay yeah. a little bit more yeah because the uh the is uh the other his buddy yeah said it, we ended at 10 yeah don't push it after don't 10. push it and he yeah. pushed it after 10 yeah 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 but i think the test was scheduled for nine. maybe i'm wrong i yeah. thought it was scheduled for nine and then they yeah. thought what if we could hit 10 i think but, you might be right because they were doing increments i think yeah and they were i think they were at eight and they were going to do nine but yeah. the, the goal was 10 oh maybe the goal was 10 and i think they were canceling gotcha. the program i don't remember exactly but it was something yeah. like that who cares it was still really good it really I mean, it set it up well and he got in trouble and he got course. in trouble which is great too which is fun. by the way also a flashback or, or an homage there's so many to the first film and we'll mm-hmm. talk about all of them in this podcast yeah but there was a flyby yeah oh the flyby was really uh, in which a uh, ed harris didn't even flinch yeah but it kind of took the roof off that shack a that bit. wasn't supposed to happen no yeah yeah, yeah. i it, saw that in a youtube clip that's really cool though yeah yeah. And they like kept it in the film. They're like, yeah. we have to keep that. Oh, in the that film. Was, it was, made people laugh. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't supposed to happen. But yeah. the flyby, come yeah. on. Yeah. You got to do a fly. You got to do that. Yeah. So anyway, he got in a bit of trouble for that. And instead of being completely, which is what Ed Harris character wanted was mm-hmm. to just kick yeah. him out You're entirely. Out yeah. He got himself a call in from Iceman, who's now an admiral. Yeah. Who requested him back to Top Gun school. Yeah to train an elite group of top gun graduates mm-hmm. not students right this time but graduates to do a secret mission mm-hmm. that required very some amazing and difficult flying right so they thought the only person who could teach these kids how to do this would yeah. be maverick you need an expert 
who's not afraid of anything and who will get yeah, literally yeah like you know i will wrestle a bear <laughs> right now <laughs> on a wednesday it doesn't even matter not even dinner yet but i'm taking on that bear <laughs> but the flying equivalent of that yeah really like when he's like no the whole uh when requesting the hard deck yeah was set by john ham's character yeah. who was yeah. really funny yeah uh who graduated top gun he said two years after in in 88 okay now he's a three-star general yeah uh, or admiral i can't remember his ranking but right. he had three stars on his lapel yeah and gave maverick a bunch of shit yeah i love john ham he, he was great the perfect cast yeah yeah he was yeah. a he was the dick yeah. if you will he was told dick but he was um, a good dick but he was good he was a good dick and in the end <laughs> yeah we should say good dick he's a good dick you know <laughs> you know if you don't hear anything about the rumors about john ham that's yeah. appropriate there you go um, hey oh hey oh so we are set then with him being forced to teach oh yeah i was talking about the hard deck yeah yeah that somebody crazy enough who's gonna fly one of these uh fighter planes he said that it would have to be 100 feet off the ground right. to be below the turrets yeah uh and the sams if you will yeah system surface to air surface missile. to air missile yeah hey okay, good job i know those well with the acronym acronyms trained on them for a while but i, I don't want to get into that gotcha that was another life that was another life don't want to get into it when you were in the military yeah. <laughs> uh in Me order and dan Aykroyd got thrown in under <laughs> behind enemy lines parachuted in are you doing the plots of spies like us maybe maybe <laughs> So the uh, the whole plot then is he's going to train these guys. They're going to have a team that he selects yeah. and backups mm -hmm. in order to fly this insane pattern yeah. in order to take out a uranium installment by a unnamed foreign government. They didn't specify what country yeah. or who is doing that yeah. uh, just to have a, a, a bad guy quote unquote fingers there. Yeah. But it was smart because then you're not also alienating a world nation you're yeah. just saying you know this is happening but you're not saying who it is yeah no not to throw anyone under the bus gotcha we're not starting world yeah. war three exactly because, you know you, the country's name was brusha like the movie or like the movie yeah. uh the interview yeah where they literally got yeah death threats from north korea i, I can't believe they even got that movie i mean don't get <laughs> me wrong you and i both love that movie yeah and we should do a movie review on the interview because we've watched it one. so many times yeah. and we quote it so often. Yeah. But I still can't believe they actually got that movie made. Yeah. And Seth Rogen and James Franco are okay. Yeah, they're alive. <laughs> they're okay. Yeah. There were you know? so many threats about that. But yeah. anyway, so that's smart yeah. of Top Gun Maverick to not start a world, yeah. you know, uh, situation yeah. by not naming what country that was. Right. But in order to get this mission accomplished, train them to do this, mm -hmm. take out this underground yeah. uh, uranium uh in installation yeah uh, unsanctioned by the world governments right and take it out and escape because those that country also has more advanced aircraft right fighting uh planes right i can't remember was they say uh, version five or something like that something was, like that version yeah. five or version yeah it wasn't five. the word version but it was something no. five yeah something five or something like that uh, yeah, generation sorry generation that was it generation, generation five yeah it was basically your planes <laughs> their planes really good way better you're a volkswagen yeah they're a ferrari exactly don't mess with them yeah they're gonna blow you the hell out you of you're going to be in trouble they're gonna blow up your plane yeah <laughs> gotcha gotcha uh should i write some, that should i write that down 
No, I think I got no, it. I got it. I'm going to remember right. that plane will blow me up. My plane gotcha. bad, their plane, plane good. good. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So the whole point was to get them trained, do that, and then get home safely. U.S. really got to step up their aircraft. Yeah. Well, let's get some better planes. Let's get some better planes. Yeah. What are you doing, Biden? <laughs> it's his fault. Get some good planes going. Gotcha. Here. Come on. So that was basically the plot. Uh, of course, nothing goes right. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not training as well as they should right and the installation of this uranium thing was also moved up yeah so they had to move up their timetable mm-hmm. so to make this all work they had of course maverick himself lead the mission right but you knew it was gonna happen you knew it was gonna happen i yeah. know yeah i actually you know what one of my favorite parts yeah was when he did the simulation oh yeah we stole the pl- stole the plane yeah stole the plane and yeah. proved that it could be done yeah because he was John Hamm was going to put him out to pasture. Yeah, he was changing the flight plan. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. increased how long it was going to take and the and the height that they were going to fly in at. Yeah, to make it easier, but the mission wouldn't have worked because. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Fish your dog. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the mission wouldn't have worked with John Hamm's plan because of the sur- service to air missiles. Yeah, and wouldn't have gotten out in time. They would have been discovered too soon. Right. With the flight pattern that he was designing mm-hmm. so then maverick stole a plane did the simulation and yeah. did it in record time right to prove that it could be done right now that scene yeah when john ham changes the flight plan yeah i gotta tip my hat to those actors okay because most of most of them we don't know who they are yeah but they did such a good job of facial expressions kind of making i realize that <laughs> by you changing that we're gonna die we're all gonna die like it was just like you could see it in their faces Panic, like it was like yeah. we're gonna die if you do that yeah. you know and that's i that i thought that was a really you know important part of the movie like they yeah. understood that maverick was right and john ham you're gonna get us killed and you don't care because you're not in the plane yeah you know so yeah that's yeah. a good point yeah i also want to mention one thing that i noticed about the flight pattern Mm -hmm. and the plan in general Mm -hmm. it highly mimics yeah the plot to a new hope to blow up the death star (laughs) so all right i guess okay got me hear me out i hear you i hear me out i'm in i'm made of questions (laughs) so hear me out okay they had to go below radar true below the surface to air missiles true which were on the death star they had to get into that canyon in the Death Star, right? Okay. Yeah. And then maneuver around it yeah. away from enemy aircraft True. in order to fire an exact shot. If you okay. missed the mark, it wouldn't blow up, right? Yeah. So in Top Gun, they yeah. had two two teams. Yeah. One was to open the hole. Yeah. And the second was to drop the missile in that exact very small location in order to start a chain reaction right. that would blow up the uranium. It is literally the flight pattern and mimics the the plot to blowing up the death star i'm not gonna lie you're totally right <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying lucas is pissed <laughs> that was my idea oh my cut <laughs> so just a thought i had yeah you're, you're 100 bang on right? that. I, didn't think about that. I didn't think about that yeah yeah and yeah, then you'd yeah. escape the tie fighters once you did blow it up yeah. and you had to get out of there i'm just saying uh, okay now right. that's not a knock against no. Top Gun Maverick because it was insanely well done. No, no, insanely shot. We have nothing but great things to say about this movie. But they may but have just ripped the entire plot off of Star Wars from just the the Death Star blowing up the Death Star scene. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty much the most important scene in Star Wars. Now, if a droid had 
stolen the plans to give them to Top Gun Maverick, so they right. knew what flight plan to take. Yeah, that's a, that. Would then be, we'd be like, hey, now hey, that's hey, a little hey, bit, hey, you know. <laughs> Come on, that's a little too much there, you know. So of course, uh, things don't go as planned. Maverick, he got shot down basically to save Rooster. Right now, we haven't really we're talking the plot, but we haven't mentioned Rooster mm-hmm. is Goose's son. Right in this film, mm-hmm. there's obviously a huge amount of guilt. When it comes to Maverick, because Goose died with him in the 1986 movie. Right. So he obviously doesn't want to see Goose's son suffer the same result. Right. So he ends up trying to save Goose, get shot down, shot down. Mm-hmm. Goose, or Goose, sorry, Rooster. Yeah. I, I got to correct myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also, the casting on Miles Teller is amazing, by the way. Bang on. And so Rooster goes back to save Maverick. Mm-hmm. They both end up having to steal an old f-18 to make it back to the carrier yeah uh, the mission's accomplished everyone's okay mm-hmm. they all think maverick's dead yeah and it all works out now mm-hmm. start to finish amazing movie that's basically the plot right now we can dive in a little bit deeper okay. anything else about the plot or story that you want to touch on no i mean we're gonna we're gonna go over everything. yeah i mean we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna dive into everything that's so. basically the premise that's basically yeah. the premise yeah and it all works out everybody's happy yeah you know, blah 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 so as b money had mentioned mm. the cinematography like every shot is amazing yeah so well done the purposely tom cruise says that he wanted to do it mm. but the only way he would totally agree is if they was they were actually using actual planes mm-hmm. and not cgi yeah so and i'm glad that they did because it is amazingly shot where did they get those planes enterprise <laughs> I think you have to do it in association with the actual American like, government. You got to like, literally, that's a big ass. You're not renting those. That's yeah. a big ask right there. <laughs> like, yeah. But here's a, here's a fun fact yeah. for you. Yeah. When the first film came out, they yeah. did have an agreement with the Navy to do the, was it the aircraft carrier ship yeah. Yeah. and all the planes that enrollment in the Navy for the mm. air force program went up yeah. like 300 something percent after Top Gun. Now, how many people have you seen wearing mustaches on the yeah. internet now? Yeah. You know, mimicking uh rooster and wearing Hawaiian shirts. Like it's possible that the American government was cool with it because they're getting, yeah, you know, something out of this, some sort of promotion out of this. How many people that saw the first Top Gun yeah. that enrolled in the Navy yeah. realized <laughs> that their instructors don't look like Kelly McGillis? <laughs> From nineteen eighty six. Yeah. They more look like, you know. <laughs> Tom Scarrett. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Tom Scarrett. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you guys. They're like, where's the, where's the, where's the, where's the extremely sexy, uh, yeah, where's the sexy, uh, instructor? Instructor that yeah. I'm going to go and I'm, I'm going to go play volleyball and then I'm going to go yeah. to a motorcycle and go take her out for dinner can all I sweaty. Take a, and, can I use your shower? Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> what's going on here? What's with all the old dudes teaching class here and stuff? And they're always yelling at me. Yeah. <laughs> what's going There's on? There's so many push ups. What's going on here? This is, yeah, what a push up have to do with flying a plane what are we doing here you know so the uh cinematography amazing every shot again they're using real jets Mm -hmm. they're all the actors had to go through training almost all of them miles teller uh said in an interview that almost all of them threw up yeah yeah (laughs) because it's real yeah they're all pilots now actually real real yeah they could literally do like a jet blue run from like gotcha new york to la just by themselves yeah no problem jet blue (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> like they're working for Jeff Blue. Yeah. So yeah, it's amazing what the actors had to go through training wise to do this. And the fact that they shot all of this with real actors in re- in real planes or mm-hmm. real pilots in the planes when it's not the actors, whatever. Yeah. The, it's actually Tom Cruise flying that jet when he's in it. Yeah. That to me just gives more realism. Yeah. And validity to the film. Gotta be so intimidating though. What's that? To, to act in this movie because Tom Cruise is taking it so serious. Oh, very serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just like, I can't, like I, I I can't screw around. Yeah. You know, like Tom Cruise is like, this is serious. Like this is, this is a big deal. It's funny you said that. So be, beyond the training, he took the whole film seriously. Mm-hmm. And even the homage to the original film, the beach volleyball scene, mm-hmm. all shirtless in the hot sand playing volleyball. Yeah. Great scene. Gotta love it. Of course. The homage. Top the- 10 all the time. <laughs> it's a- <laughs> the homage to this to that in this movie mm-hmm. was them doing some weird version of beach football yeah offense uh, and defense at the same at time. the same time yeah yeah but if it had to be done yeah and apparently he didn't like it yeah and so because they all were shirts off and everything they mm-hmm. said that everyone was like hitting the gym and yeah. not yeah. eating you know bad food and yeah. stuff so to celebrate after they shot that part they all went out and just forged and drank had beer and at the local uh, red lobster and it was right? nothing but cheese biscuits and exactly crab legs and then tom didn't like the footage oh so they had to reshoot it back in the gym and everyone was like gotta hit the gym again <laughs> shouldn't have that second garlic <laughs> loaf uh we give should give a big shout out to the director mm-hmm. the original director tony scott passed away mm-hmm. and they actually gave him a credit a dedication this film is dedicated to tony scott okay at the beginning of Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. So this director was Joseph Kaczynski. Mm-hmm. He worked with Tom on Oblivion 2013. I'm not, I, didn't, I didn't even see Oblivion. No, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not Top Gun Maverick. I'll give you that. It's it's all right. It's like a futuristic dystopian sort of. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. It's Which it's is, not his best movie. It's not, all right. It's a three three on the spicy meatball. But it's a, yeah, uh, two and a half, uh, two and a half, two and a half on the spicy meatball. But it shows the director like it, it was a space sort of futuristic thing. Mm-hmm. And he also did his first movie was Tron Legacy. Mm-hmm. So he knows how to direct this kind of stuff. Yeah. And he did. I, I think this is obviously the director's best work because mm-hmm. I've seen Tron Legacy. It's 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 not that great. Okay. But cinematically, right. it's a cool way to yeah. shoot a movie. Right. Yeah. Also. A little known Hollywood fact. Here you go. Here we go. Here we go. Is that this is one of the longest periods between a sequel. Okay. From the first film. It was 36 years. Gotcha. By the time they actually did get to release it this year, Mm -hmm. they originally planned again for 2020. Gotcha. So 36 years between Mm -hmm. a film and its sequel. One of the other longest in history was Tron. Okay. So it was 28 years Hmm. between the first Tron and the Tron legacy that joseph krasinski did so it's actually he's got two of those under his belt yeah and i actually thought of another one that goes back to tom cruise Mm -hmm. because of the original versus the sequel for the color of money gotcha yeah that was 25 years yeah between an original film and a sequel yeah between 1961's the hustler Mm -hmm. and then tom cruise being in the scorsese sequel 25 years later right uh, called the color of money in 1986 which was the same year as top gun 
There you go. All right. He did both of those movies that year. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. Like it's 36 year gap between an original film and the sequel. Yeah. That's one of the longest in history of film. The one other thing is, and we can't do this podcast and not mention is that Tom Cruise is 59 years old. Yeah. He turned 60 in about a week. Yeah. Tell me he looks yeah. 60 years old in yeah. this movie. He is sleeping in that chamber that <laughs> Vader goes into at night. You know? You know? Uh, the one that Boba Fett heals in. Yeah. The book of Boba Fett. The book yeah. of Boba Fett. Obi-Wan. They all heal in it. He got one of those. You know? Bought it he off. He had a one made. Bought it off a dealer in Tantuni or whatever. Tatooine. or whatever you call that place. That's what he's sleeping in. Oh, Hasn't funny. had a carb since 91. Yeah. You know? I don't know what he eats. Probably nothing but, you yeah. know, a piece of Chicken. broccoli and a, yeah. and a, you know, grass fed chicken that has just been raised by a really caring family you know like no antibiotics no antibiotics and tucked in at night like it's just the best chicken ever (laughs) whatever he's doing is working you know i can't believe i've been saying this for years because of the mission impossible films like he does his own stunts Mm -hmm. that's why in this movie too he's doing his own flying yeah he owns the plane that you see at the end that he takes the joyride with Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. And we'll get into Jennifer Connelly in a minute. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Gotcha. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. Uh, in a minute. But that plane, he takes her in a joyride in uh, yeah. at the end. That's his plane. That's his plane. He actually owns that plane. I'm sure he does. But yeah, he, uh, sure he owns a bunch of planes. Loves to do his own stunts. Yeah. And so to do them at his age in the Mission Impossible films and now in top gun maverick Mm -hmm. like you don't when the move most of this movie was shot going into the pandemic okay so we take two years off he was 57 years old right 56 like come on yeah i know it's crazy it's insane so the other fun fact is that so now he's the instructor Mm -hmm. right the and tom skerritt in the original film right right plays viper yeah he was 53 years old yeah. At the time they shot and released the original Top Gun film. Gotcha. So Tom Cruise is older yeah. than Tom Skerritt is now, like in comparison. Crazy. So Tom Cruise being at the time of filming 56, 57 years old. Yeah. Older than Tom Skerritt was when they shot the first film. Right. And Tom Skerritt looks like he's in his 50s, 60s. Tom Cruise looks like he should be doing push-ups in front of an abercrombie yeah he's like 40 you know, maybe 40 early 40s 42 yeah yeah 43. 42 you can see yeah. it in his face a little yeah but does not look 60 years old yeah my mother-in-law is 60 years old yeah it just doesn't register with me yeah that tom cruise is 60 years old yeah she's not playing <laughs> touch football on a beach anywhere <laughs> or flying a fighter or, jet or jumping off of a jumping off building, a building yeah. and racing a motorcycle across yeah you know seriously yeah a lot of my motorcycle scenes too by the way not wearing helmets okay so that was another homage yeah. i was gonna yeah. bring up so yeah. thank you for for doing that yeah. because yeah in the original film tom cruise never wears a helmet no when yeah. he's riding his motorcycle yeah he tried it wasn't the exact same motorcycle in right. top gun maverick but they were both kawasaki's yeah, pretty close so uh so that was another homage that he yeah. he still it still has a kawasaki yeah but yeah in 
this one, you'd think with all the laws today yeah. and trying to make things safe, or you would say that he's matured a little yeah. by putting him in a helmet in this movie. No. No. He's no. just Maverick. Yeah. That's what he's going to do yeah. is ride a motorcycle at top speeds yeah. with no helmet or giving Jennifer Connelly a helmet. Oh, yeah. When they came back from their day, yeah. she was just on his back, just like, no helmet. Just going to feel his washboard abs at his age while I... Yeah, right on the back of his Kawasaki, and then she then she gives the speech of "I'm trying to be a good mom and teach my daughter all these things." Yeah, are you not teaching her to wear a helmet? <laughs> what about wearing a helmet when you? So you're teaching her a lot of motorcycle, things. Motorcycle. You're not yeah. teaching her not to wear a helmet. Yeah, you know, my one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when he escaped out of the bedroom. Yeah, and drops down, and the daughter was yeah there. Yeah, again, Tom Cruise did that jump. You saw his face. Yeah, as he jump before he got back up yeah. and she was in the window right so jumping out of a window yeah you know from a, a from one story up yeah it's still not it's still something. still a fall he's still 60 yeah you know didn't break a hip no but that was a funny scene yeah i just enjoyed scene. that scene yeah. yeah we should talk about uh goose and rooster okay here we go <laughs> so fish is gonna crack an egg of knowledge on you i got i just gotta say one cool thing and then I got I got to talk a little bit about the stuff about Rooster that gave me a little bit of pause because I love this movie. I gave right. it a four and a half spice four and a four point five spicy meatballs out mm-hmm. of five. Yeah, but one cool thing is that I noticed was both Goose and Rooster say the line, "Come on, Mav, let's see some of that pilot." Okay, that Goose says that line in the first. I remember movie. that from the first movie. I don't remember Rooster saying. Yeah. It, but rooster says it too okay yeah. yeah so i thought that was cool i did enjoy the two of them in the, in the in the same fighter jet at the end that was good yeah yeah but anyways keep going so the rooster goose son father comparisons i'd say that's the only thing that bothered me was mm-hmm. the age that goose's son's character should be yeah because in the original film he was alive he was yeah. born he was a toddler. It's hard to pinpoint exactly how old he was. Yeah. I'd say anywhere between three, four, five years old, maybe. Yeah. And then Goose obviously dies. And yeah. now it's 2022. Yeah. And like Miles Teller was born after the movie was made. Now, if you're taking into the pandemic time when that movie yeah. should have been released, yeah. the age works a little bit more in their yeah. favor, but the movie getting released in 2022 if the movie takes place in current time yeah if it takes place like five years ago mm. it works yeah so just the age of goose's son he should be a little bit older all right well all right now if that's the only thing i'm nitpicking yeah. about yeah that's a very small plot hole right, right. just the age that goose's son yeah. would be in today's age gotcha the other thing that bothered me just a smidge was yeah. that they tried to make rooster too much like goose i agree with that yeah like yeah. the mustache nobody else had mustaches like yeah. super troopers everyone had to have a mustache right to be a highway patrolman and it's a similar movie similar right yeah very so similar if everyone was like no you know if you're going to be a top gun pilot mm. it's mustaches yeah and everyone had mustaches mm-hmm. i'd be like okay all right but he was the only one who had a mustache and to me that was just too much too much it's somebody that age in this day and age gonna go i'm gonna grow a mustache like just a mustache not a beard okay a mustache okay it's a little too on the nose all right or under the nose under the nose gotcha gotcha and that he loved to wear 
Hawaiian shirts, Hawaiian shirts and, and play great balls of fire on the piano. Yeah. I'm like, it's a little too, I'm trying too hard to make rooster as yeah. like, like goose. Okay. All right. For somebody who lost his father when he was a toddler. Very young. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. Right. That's okay. really my only. No, I see what you're saying. No, I, I agree. I, I see what you're saying. It was almost a little too much. It's a little a, too much. A little bit. Okay. All right. So that's really the only thing I negative even about the entire film. Yeah. That I have to say. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you, though. They, they it almost like you tried a little too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Tone yeah. it back a little bit. Yeah. You already got us. Yeah, I buy it. We yeah, buy it. We already, we're in. Yeah. He's a great cast. He's perfect for Goose's son. So and he's we're an in. amazing actor. He's an awesome actor. Yeah, if you've yeah. ever seen Miles Teller, there's a, a boxing biopic. The name escapes me right mm-hmm. now. I know the movie you're talking about. The guy about. who broke his neck. Yeah. I know the and then tried to yeah. box again. Yeah. Miles Teller is so good in that. Yeah. And then he did Whiplash with J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Who won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for that movie. Yeah. Whiplash is so good, and Miles Teller is amazing in it. Yeah, everything he's in has been great. He's a bit of a method actor, so I yeah. love that he was all for the fighter pilot stuff, like yeah. the training, and he was really into it, where some of the other actors are like, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. So that was really amazing to see, and he's such a good actor. Yeah. So I can't, if that's really my only bugaboos about the film, yeah. then that that's really it. Yeah. One cool thing, going back to the... uh where he was in the bar playing great balls of fire yeah before that hangman who that actor was pretty good yeah he, he was good yeah he's the modern ice man if you will pretty much yeah right yeah, yeah. he was the he, the cocky way too arrogant i'm better than everybody yeah he had to have that guy right so uh that was hangman in this version of the film yeah in this sequel he goes over to the jukebox yeah to put on a song to kind of put rooster in his place mm-hmm. And he pushes eight six on the jukebox right. to make the song play. And I even noticed it in the theater. Yeah. I didn't have to look it up online after I nudged you and said that to you. Yeah. In the movie that he pushed eight six as an homage because the first film was released in nineteen eighty six. Right. Yeah. So I I was pretty proud of myself that I noticed that. Right. Even in the like watching the movie for the first time. Right. Now, other stuff about the movie was in comparison with the first one we talked about the the beach volleyball versus the the football mm-hmm. scene the no riding the 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 helmets uh no helmets in this movie the, we were able to see the great balls of fire right. uh song on the piano yeah there were a couple other uh winks at the first film one was the night before they all meet tom cruise's maverick yeah is very similar to tom cruise hitting on kelly mcgillis in the bar getting completely embarrassed all right yeah and then she's the instructor the next day and and he reacts to her coming out oh right yeah i didn't even think about that's that. yeah. very similar very to similar, yeah. them embarrassing maverick in the bar the night before right he gets 86 out of the bar if you will another yeah. homage 86 yeah but that's a term people use for when you get thrown out of somewhere yeah he he shows up and they're all embarrassed that he's their instructor. Yeah, I didn't even put that together either. All right, cool. that's a yeah. very uh, yeah very good homage and the buzzing of the the flyby, the buzzing of yeah, the tower. The fly- yeah, 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 yeah. Also, in the first film, I was wondering if we'd see more cameos mm-hmm. because the first film had some amazing young actors who were more famous now, like right. Tim Robbins. Mm-hmm. So we didn't see any of that. The only cameo other than maverick obviously mm. top gun uh tom cruise sorry yeah 
was from the original film was Iceman. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Now Val Kilmer is very ill. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the documentary. I haven't seen it. No, uh, I want to watch it. I, yeah. I haven't seen it yet either. Yeah. I've only seen clips online. Right, and it just talks about his career, what he's going through now, health wise. Yeah, and he can't speak. Right, so they were managed a way to have Iceman in this film, mm-hmm. and it's the only other character that they brought back other right. than Maverick. Yeah. In a way that was believable mm-hmm. and used a little ingenuity. Right. So Val Kilmer is uh, extremely ill. He's lost his voice. And I don't know if it's a th- form of throat cancer. I don't want to mm-hmm. speculate completely because I'm not sure what his, his illness is. Right. But he looked good. Mm-hmm. He still looked like Iceman. They did his hair. Yeah. Perfect. And he was the an admiral or general now mm-hmm. that called Maverick back. And it was basically they were communicating over text. Right. So I was like, okay, well, that's how they're going to do it. Because Val Kilmer can't talk. Right. And then he actually goes to see him. And I'm like, how are they going to pull this off? Right. And they did it through a text to a screen. Mm-hmm. And he knew and they made reference that he was very ill. Yeah. And couldn't speak. So that was smart. Mm-hmm. But then he tries to speak a little bit. And they actually used AI to uh, recordings of Val Kilmer to form what would be his voice Mm -hmm. and actually put those lines in. And I thought that was great. Like it just gave a little bit more. Yeah. And we got to see what is most likely going to be Val Kilmer's last ever acting role and, and to be Iceman again. And they worked a little comedy into it too. Yeah. Yeah. So that was was a really good scene. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows again to the disparaging ranks that, Tom Cruise has left him his character in, yeah, being you know, does not moving up, yeah, and somebody he graduated with is now at that level, right? So it really does kind of help put Ma- where Maverick is in this in this current naval world. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. The Val Kilmer stuff. There is you got to talk about Jennifer Connelly, mm-hmm. who looks amazing. Yeah, and even though Tom Cruise looks super young for his age. I mean, she's in her early 50s, right? but Jennifer Connelly's character is actually referenced in the first film. Yeah, you told me that. That's Yeah. I, I didn't even think of I it. I didn't put that two and two together, yeah. but upon re-watching the original film, mm-hmm. so her character's name is Penny Benjamin. Mm-hmm. In the original film, the character is actually referenced by Meg Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, who plays Goose's wife. Right. And in this current sequel, she has passed away as well. Right. So really, Rooster... Maverick is the only person Rooster really has. Right. And he blames him. Yeah. Because before she died or her character died, I Mm -hmm. should say, he promised her that she wasn't, he wasn't going to let what happened to Goose happen to Rooster. Right. So, and that sort of really helps the plot and helps the tension between them. Right. 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 It wouldn't make much sense if, if they were just buddy, buddy. Right. Yeah. So anyway, Meg Ryan's character in the first film, references a admiral that a maverick had dated his very young daughter yeah and so that admiral's last name was benjamin yeah now that you mentioned it i remembered it yeah 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 so that at least that there was some sort of relation because in the whole movie in top gun maverick they've had a relationship before yeah and several times Mm -hmm. but you don't have any backstory on her character at all so the fact that they actually use this very small reference in from the original film mm-hmm. at, to, for the basis of his love interest in this film, I thought was pretty smart. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. I thought she did a great job. Oh, yeah, totally. 
what did you think of the other actors playing the other fighter pilots in this oh, new version? I thought they were all great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, most of them, well, actually all of them theoretically, except for Rooster, right? Obviously kind of unknown actors. Yeah. Nobody that would really stand out, but they all did a great job. Yeah. Hangman was really good. He was for perfect. Sure. Yeah. Bob was really good. Like you Bob mentioned, was he was kind of a comedy relief. Yeah. So he was, uh, he was a really good choice. I think you always yeah. have to have that one person who's really technically like technologically very able. Mm -hmm. And that was his, it was more the laser guidance system was yeah. Bob. He flew with Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. And fun fact, we saw it in the credits afterwards that yeah. I've never met, seen this actor before. Yeah. He's been in a few things, but I didn't know that mm -hmm. his name is Lewis Pullman. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there's no way it has to be Bill Pullman's son. Yeah. And I did look that up. Yeah. after it is bill pullman so. that's cool that's a cool so fact. that's really cool yeah and the other fun fact i sort of just thought of in my head mm -hmm. was that bill pullman flew a fighter jet when he was president in independence day right there's a they both played fighter jets father and son fighter jet pilots just I, a little a little fun fact a little fun fact. A little fun fact yeah. i hate independence day you're lying uh, you and i fight about it all the time are you serious i I just despise that movie. Oh my god! I've never enjoyed Independence Day. I love Independence Ugh, Day. God, it's just so Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Jeff Goldblum's Come on. great. Everything else, just cheese, over the top oh, cheese. It's so much cheese. I just, I just no, no. But think about when it was out. Like it yeah. came after Armageddon. Like no, it was, it was before Armageddon or after? Wasn't Armageddon? it around ninety six? But it was, yeah, it was, yeah. it was ninety six. Yeah. yeah, it was so cheesy. Yeah. It was good. Uh, no. No. <laughs> my favorite line. One one spicy meatball. Completely off topic. Yeah. One, my favorite line was who played Jeff Goldblum's dad again? Uh oh my god. From Taxi. Name? Uh Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So Judd Hirsch's one line where they're in Area 51 in the bunker. Okay. And they they're done. Like the yeah. alien invasion is is going to take everyone out. Right. And they're all sitting around and praying. He starts praying in in Hebrew. Yeah. And he goes and the other uh guy was kind of a dick that whole movie. Mm -hmm. uh, you recognize the actor. He was also in The Game. Okay. With Michael Douglas. I don't know the actor's name right now. All right. But he goes, "I'm not Jewish." And Judd Hirsch looks at him and goes, "Nobody's perfect." Okay. And uh, all right. There you <laughs> go. I always Made me laugh. Yeah. Anyway. Rest of the movie garbage. Let's move Come on. on. Well, let's move on. All right. Fine. I did find a really cool fun fact, too, that Anthony Edwards, because Goose is actually alive. Yeah. In real life. Right. Uh, ER's Anthony Edwards, also mm -hmm. from Revenge of the Nerds. Right. He uh, got a private screening mm -hmm. by Tom Cruise. Oh, that's cool. And gave it two thumbs up. Nice. nice. But like, you're Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. ER has been off the air for a long time. I don't know. It was the last time you saw Anthony Edwards acting? I don't know. I have no idea. Forever, right? Forever, yeah. yeah. Imagine you're just sitting at home, yeah, chilling, pretty much semi-retired, or yeah. he's doing some little Hallmark TV movie. I don't know. Yeah. And Tom Cruise calls you. Yeah. And you're like, you're joking. And Tom Cruise is gonna give you a private screening. Yeah. To get your approval of this sequel. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But you imagine the surprise on Anthony Edwards' face. Like, yeah. it maybe his agent called. He's like, Tom Cruise's people reached out. Yeah. He, wa he wants to give you a private showing in person yeah. of the new Top Gun Maverick uh, yeah. movie. And Anthony Edwards is going, you're joking, right? Yeah. You're pulling my leg. You know, it'd be even funnier <laughs> if when the movie was over, 
he pulled Tom aside and yeah. said, okay, listen, I got a couple plot points I want to discuss with you. <laughs> I wrote them down here and Tom looked at him and just said, listen, <laughs> I didn't mean I was looking for your approval. I didn't ask, I didn't ask for your approval. This was just that. a nice thing for me to do, <laughs> but the plot's perfect. So I'm good. And yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah like we was. don't need any help. You can, yeah. uh, no, I wanted, when I said I wanted feedback, that was a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I don't yeah. want, just tell me it's great. Yeah. That's it. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, so I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Tom Cruise turning out to be a pretty cool guy. If you know, it'd be funny though. You know? if, yeah. if, uh, Anthony Edwards was like, well, how come I can't do a cameo? Yeah. It's like, cause you died. Yeah. You're dead in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you make a good point. Good point. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> other than that, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what else to, I don't, I don't have any other really cool fun facts but i just yeah. want to talk about the movie like i yeah the only thing that i wanted more was when they had to steal the plane in whatever country they landed in right yeah. you know or got shot down in i guess you could say and they I, don't reference they don't reference that but i wish that scene was a, a little bit longer only because i think it could have been it could have been fun, a little bit more fun. It was still a fun scene. Yeah. But I think it would have been more fun. I'm not talking, I didn't expect the Mission Impossible theme music to start playing. And, or for him to rappel out of yeah, the sky. Yeah, Tom Cruise is rappelling, like holding, yeah. like getting, like he's, he's <laughs> doing the Ving Rames and he's lowering, yeah, rooster, lowering, lowering Rooster down to get the keys, you know, to the plane or whatever. But I just thought that would have been a, a little bit longer would have been nice, but it was still a really, you know, yeah, it was still a great scene. And once they got in the plane together, yeah. I really enjoyed them in the plane together. Yeah. You know, so I think that they yeah. wanted that. Maybe hear me out. Yeah. Maybe that was something they really wanted to see. Mm. So they figured out a way to make it work. Right. How do we get Maverick and Goose's son in the same plane together? Yeah. And that's how they did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it honestly, it worked. Yeah. You know, actually, my favorite part about that scene was mm. them walking to the plane. Yeah. Because Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Like they're. Yeah like we're like people are gonna uh i guess rooster was more worried that people were gonna yeah. see them but everyone's trying to put out fires yeah and maverick's like no no let's just walk yeah. walk fast well that's what i liked i like yeah. that rooster was kind of <laughs> like oh okay we're doing this okay you know what i mean like i like that i like that kind of yin and yang they were doing yeah. that's why i wanted it to go a little longer right because yeah. yeah maverick's like no no we're just doing it and he's like oh okay and just walk faster you know like yeah. whatever you know so I think the only other thing that I really wish, uh, besides yeah, making that scene maybe a little bit longer, yeah, and it was really it was only over just over two hours with credits, right. like two hours ten minutes. So I think we could have gotten a little bit more, but it wasn't to the point where the Batman, where you and I were like, this is good, but it's way too long. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen in here, right. so I think there was room to make it a smidge longer with that sort of uh, a right. scene. But the only other thing I wish uh, was uh, maybe another cameo mm -hmm. michael ironside mm -hmm. or tom scarrett like i know that they're in there you know they're so old <laughs> now but i don't know mm -hmm. trying to think of some of the other pilots the one pilot was ice the guy who was Iceman's. oh yeah, yeah. Man. he was in like roxanne with steve martin that was about it like, yeah that, that was about it so he's probably that guy's working right now he's probably not acting much yeah. now but, but that guy was named yeah. uh that wolfman no, I don't think it was. No, I don't. Think oh it was no, he was Cougar. Cougar. Okay, it was Cougar. His name's John Stockwell. Okay, and there was also Slider, which nobody knew. Yeah. Uh, Tim Robbins was Merlin. Okay. I think that that would have been the best cameo for yeah. me. Merlin. Yeah. Merlin. Yeah. And then Clarence Gilliard Jr. You may not know the name, 
But that guy was on Matlock. Okay. That's right. where I actually know, and that's how old I am. Yeah. Is that I know Clarence Gilliard Jr. was Matlock's sidekick. Yeah. He had a young, hip sidekick. Yeah. And that was Clarence Gilliard Jr., and he played Sundown. Okay. So that character could have been, because Clarence Gilliard Jr. is a little bit more recognizable. Mm-hmm. He could have been what that warlock guy was. Right. Who was not in the first film, who is like with John Hamm in all those scenes right. of being sort of in charge of Top Gun right now. Yeah. Tim Robbins could have played the John Hamm role, maybe, mm-hmm. but John Hamm was so good. Nah, I couldn't see it. I couldn't. Yeah. Some sort yeah. of other cameo from the first film. I couldn't see, I couldn't see, yeah, Tim Robbins playing that role. Also, did they not do it because Merlin didn't play a huge role in the first movie? So people really relate to it. Yeah, but you people know? know who Tim Robbins is. No, they know who he like, is. Yeah, yeah. That to me would have been better than a made up character named Warlock. Yeah. Who obviously knew who Ma- they had a relationship. Right. But that guy, that character was never in the first film. Yeah, but John Hamm was so good. Yeah. John play, Hamm was. John Hamm had to play that role. He was so good. You know? But yeah, that was about, that was about it. They mm. killed off Meg Ryan's character. Goose is dead. Yeah. Got to see Iceman. Yeah. Yeah. But none of the other, uh, yeah, Viper uh, was yeah. Tom Skerritt, and the other one, uh, Michael Ironside, is Jester. Yeah, they had an organized sports game with no shirts on. Well, that was, yeah, yeah perfect. They had yeah. no helmets when you're riding uh, <laughs> at very high speeds on uh, two wheels. <laughs> the ending when they landed on the aircraft carrier yeah. and Hangman came up to Rooster and stuff was oh, very much totally, the, yeah. totally the Iceman and, Ice and Maverick, yeah. you know? So that, that was kind of like, yeah, a tip to that. And yeah. the, op- yeah. the opening credits. On the yep. aircraft carrier playing Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. they mimic the first film, the opening, yeah. uh, that way, and I loved it. The fact mm. that you figured out a way to squeeze in Danger Zone, yeah. I almost couldn't watch Top Gun Maverick without hearing yeah. one Kenny Loggins song. You gotta have it. Gotta have it. Right? Kenny Loggins. We love bet- him. He's 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 the <laughs> he's best. He's a national treasure. He's a national treasure. He is. He yeah. actually, Kenny Loggins in the 80s, yeah. wrote some of the most amazing movie soundtrack songs yeah. and were written for films like right. back in the day they don't do that anymore no they used to write music not not like the score but actual songs right and write them specifically mm-hmm. for the movie right and kenny loggins was the best at it right second best huey lewis okay just Go saying all right but kenny loggins wrote footloose mm-hmm. also miles teller was in the remake in 2011 by the way okay another little Fun I don't facts. even think I ever watched that remake. The remake? Yeah. No. It wasn't. It, yeah. You got to do Kevin Bacon or yeah. you don't do it all. Yeah. But Kenny Loggins also did Caddyshack, mm-hmm. Footloose, and Top Gun. Yeah. Just to name a few. Just to name a few. Yeah. 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 And Danger Zone was written for Top Gun. Right. And it was so good. That yeah. song, I still have it in my head. Yeah. Because we, it was the in the opening credits of the new movie. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can't Great argue stuff. with it. Can't argue with the Loggins. Uh. <laughs> that's good stuff yeah i got nothing bad to say like we said you could have extended a couple of scenes Mm. but all the fighting all Mm. the in the air all the way it was shot yeah uh the comedy the action the drama the Mm. tension every single role was perfect yeah i can't say really anything horrible about top gun maverick no go see it see it in theaters see it in theaters don't wait to see it at home yeah you're gonna buy it at home for sure yeah. You know, you're going to buy it on Blu-ray so you can crank it through your sound system. But, yeah. you know, go see it in theaters. And if you can see it in IMAX, it's one of those films that mm. was shot in IMAX. Yeah. 
And so if you can see it in IMAX, see it in IMAX. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the closest IMAX to us is about 300 kilometers, so yeah, we're, yeah. we're not going to go see it in IMAX. It'd be good, though. Yeah. But it's worth seeing in the theaters for sure. Yeah. Uh, like we said, it's been out for 26 days at the time of recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. By the time this podcast airs, it'll be close to the point where it won't be in theaters much longer, mm-hmm. especially with all the summer releases. Yeah, that there's are coming. so much coming out right now. They're going to have to bump it eventually. If it was a different time of year, this movie would be probably in theaters like Titanic was. Right like forever right but it's not like theaters can only accommodate so many screens and there's an insane amount of movies being released this year yeah uh this summer so if you can see it in theaters mm-hmm. see it in theaters surprised they didn't like release it a little bit earlier just to get more theatrical time you know yeah more lead time yeah you know? make some more quiche quiche you know uh, it's only at a bill yeah but seriously it is gonna yeah. hit a billion oh for so sure. i mean i don't i don't think they're hurting for the cash part but well, a little more bill <laughs> two bills sounds better than one bill is there anything else about the movie we haven't really talked about i mean we haven't really delved much into the original film but i mean everyone's seen it you really actually don't need to watch the original first to watch this one mm-hmm. i mean it's no, good that, especially no. with only having two reoccurring characters yeah uh and one is a cameo mm-hmm. it's good to know where maverick came from like yeah. if you're young, if you're our age, you've seen Top Gun. Yeah. If you're young and you haven't seen the original, it, you can even watch this and then watch the original. Yeah, they do it, enough backstory to let you know exactly yeah. like what's going on. Yeah. 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 I think they did a great job. With yeah. That. And a yeah. couple of flashback scenes. They mm-hmm. actually do get to see Meg Ryan. Yeah. And uh Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. So and all the pictures. Like it was it was very dripping with nostalgia. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. And that's why and I think I mentioned this in the YouTube show. I don't think I mentioned it now. Why I love Cobra Kai so much. Yeah. It's just that nostalgia, right? You're right. An, you're an eighties kid and you're watching karate kid. Now you have these two grown up yeah. and still doing this stuff. It's the same thing. Like mm-hmm. you're capitalizing on nostalgia. Right. You know, I wish that we get a little bit more of that. There's rumors mm-hmm. of a, of a long way past the weighted Goonies sequel, mm-hmm. other stuff. Like you just want to, capitalize on nostalgia and and that's why i think part of the huge success but also how good the movie is right. you can try and capitalize on nostalgia and have a top gun sequel 30 plus years later right but it better be good right and i oh, think yeah, that's exactly. what was tom cruise's concern right and why he put so much effort into it and insisted on it being very realistic yeah and they were like, we're not doing it without Tom Cruise, right? So How could you? Regardless, this movie wasn't going to get made. It had to be with Tom Cruise. Apparently, just lastly, because we want to wrap this up, but right. there was uh, a rumor that Tony Scott, before he passed away, the original mm-hmm. director, he had been working on a sequel, yeah. and Tom Cruise Maverick was a cameo. Okay. It really wasn't about him. Oh, okay. And it was about, I guess, a new generation or whatever. Okay. I'm kind of glad that that didn't work out. Right. Because what we have now mm-hmm. is so good, and right. a re- huge reason is Tom Cruise yeah. and and Maverick's character. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think we all yeah. agree with that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, uh-huh. you're gonna end this podcast with by saying for sure you got to go see this movie. If you watch our YouTube show, we hit. I gave it a four point eight on the spicy meatball scale out of five. There you go. I gave it a four point five, and I was being very nitpicky about a couple of things yeah which we talked about on this podcast mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys listening so much if you get a chance to please subscribe to our youtube channel 
we're going to do more movie reviews. Probably our next one will be Thor Love and Thunder coming out in theaters in, I think, two weeks. All right. And thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our website, kdogfish.com. Follow us on social media as well because we have a lot of fun. Do a weekly live show on Instagram. So follow at kdogfish on social media if you're just hearing about us for the first time. Until next time on a K-Dog and Fish podcast, I'm Fish. K-Dog. We'll see you again soon. Peace.